1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: Hello, welcome to Man Baggage, part two of a discussion about organization. I'm joined by George Lewis, Peter Retinasamy, and Lindsay Kane to be fair, Linz, let's flip it. Let's talk about being too organized, about organized wankers like me, fun suckers who go on TripAdvisor two days before the holiday, suck the fun out of it. Can you be, Peter, too organized? What does it look like when you've got, you know, like we're in festival season at the moment. I'm doing all the festivals and I see it. The group of friends, there's four lads all having a great time with their eyes rolling in their head and drinks. And one studying the lanyard in case my set overruns because there's a band starting on stage two. (laughs) Even even off his tits, he can't relax. That was me. No, you can't be too organised
3: because like I've got Swiss friends. Are they like clockwork? (laughs) They are militant. And it's like, we go we go snowboarding with it's them, ironic, right? ironic, given their neutrality. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they are militant with the regime. Like, when it comes, can we go snowboarding? It's all fun. And they they have a laugh. They're good crack, right? We, we sit down, we eat dinner in the evening. It's all chilled. But, yo, as soon as that dinner is finished, like, they kick off at me because they're like, Peter was here the whole week and he never took the dishes. And it's like, because we're having a drink after dinner, man. Like, why are we even having this conversation? Like, we can do it a couple of hours later. The, but they're like, no, straight after. And then also getting up in the morning. Who's got the bags? Who's got the lunch? Who's got the sausages for lunch? Who's Have you got... You left the bag... Great. The holiday's ruined. You left the bag down the slopes. So we're at the top of the slopes <laughs> oh now. God, and it's like... And it's like, oh I'm, my God. It's yeah, like...
2: I'm trans-Swiss.
3: <laughs> I'm trans. <laughs> this should be a fun holiday. But you've turned it into some military regime. And it's actually, we always come, we always go away. We're always excited. Me and Charlotte, we always go, we're always excited. And then we come back and we're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done it this year, you know, giving it a year off, you know, because we're always regretting it because it's yeah. so militant.
0: In defense of them though, I feel like they're organizing now for fun later. So that's why they do it. And that's what Russell does. And I think I do it. Like, I think the trip Advisor thing is the purest example yeah. of it because it seems so boring. It seems so unfun. But we're living in an age where we've got every restaurant in the place we're going to reviewed by hundreds of people. You know which one's going to be the best already. Why wouldn't you use that? Whereas my yeah, words are more yeah. like, oh, let's
2: wander around the streets no, and see shit. where yeah, we fall no, into. Yeah. And I'm thinking... No, I like that. No, that's no, no, nice. no, 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 no. <laughs> Eating salmonella rip-off shit isn't a fun adventure.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, a
2: shat liquid for two days. I'm so spontaneous. <laughs> no, you're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use the internet. (laughs) No, but seriously, George, what about can't organisations stop flexibility though? I mean, can you be both organised and spontaneous? They sound like opposites to me. And we know how particularly women, there'll be single men listening to this, love spontaneous, exciting Mm. men. Can you be spontaneous and exciting if you've planned what you're having for dessert in advance because you Googled the menu? (laughs) Well, what I'll do now is just pretend. I I pretend Mm -hmm. to be spontaneous. So
0: I'll, I'll, I'll look at the trip Advisor the reviews I won't mention it I'll look at them when I'm in the in the bathroom or something and then I'll just angle the walk and say hey why why don't we try this place <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah the, the, the game will be given away when I've ordered like you say before I've even seen the menu but I uh <laughs> that, that's what I'll do now because I think we all want to be spontaneous and sexy of course we do but we want to eat well as well so like I, th- I think you can do both but I don't know. I feel like if you do it
2: right, you organize the bits that need organizing and then you can have fun elsewhere but who's that who is bi-curious like that you're one or the other yeah. I mean I mean I, I do think again it's something you can learn I mean I don't know if you'd agree Lindsay, Lindsay I have worked to be more spontaneous to roll with the flight cancellations and punches and delays more and turn them into events yeah. it's something you can practice isn't it don't you think
4: yeah you are a lot better since when I first met you like if if something was delayed by a minute it was like oh my god it's ruined no. oh my god I can't believe it you still think the pl- everything's changed like there's been times like we'll be hammered, with say in Ibiza or something, and can't get a taxi. And I'm like, it's fine. Let's just like explore. It's an adventure, and he's gone into like a full. I'm not going to die. We're going to Will be stolen. Our <laughs> organs Where's will be harvested. <laughs> and oh, the other thing is, if he hasn't got access to water, my God, like you know, it's just like he, he likes to have like bottled water.
2: Oh yeah, that's a what an obscure human need. Water. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, it's like that, that with oxygen did, as well, isn't it? Yeah, where did that weird shit come from? I mean, a fucking amoeba. An amoeba needs oxygen and water. There's literally a planet without water has no life. Oh, so excuse me for being Mariah Carey. Yeah. You are. You're a
4: lot. You're a lot better now. I, I will give you that. I'll give you that.
2: Right. So let's. Um, a few of these things have been studied. Women spend longer organizing an outfit than men. Kelsey Breeze. The research shows that women spend five times as long as men or up to five days in advance of an an event, choosing a new outfit for a special occasion, for a special occasion, men on average will only devote a day in advance to the task. I mean, if that... I mean, the Instagram has changed it for me because now I literally go on Instagram. I've got a guy that looks like me. He's called What My Boyfriend Wore. He's like this weird clothes. But I get get sent quite a lot of comedy lookalikes. I didn't realise you were blah, blah, blah in Spain and like crap lookalikes. But now and again, I get a lookalike that looks a bit like me. This guy's a fashion influencer, happens to look like me from South Africa. I just literally copy the fucker's outfits. Takes (laughs) two minutes of planning. I just go on, yeah, what he wore on Wednesday. Great. I'm not going to bump into him. I don't go to Johannesburg.
3: (laughs) What, so you just live an alternate universe life with this guy? <laughs> He's just one day ahead of you. But you not yeah. noticed I've
2: become more snappily dressed in the last couple of years? Yes. <laughs> in tucked in shirts, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. colours matching. That's because of what my boyfriend wore. I urge you <laughs> after this recording to go to what my boyfriend wore on Instagram. So I spend no time um, organising. I just wondered whether you agree with this. Do you spend any time organising outfits, George?
0: Oh, it's gone right off the boil that recently. I think when I became a dad, the expectation completely drops away. I mean, I guess you're you're defying that, Russell, but I'm not. I don't. I don't think I've bought anything <laughs> new since I became a dad. It just feels like it feels frivolous to even think about that, that sort of stuff. But I'm not going out as much as well, you know. So it's it's less pressure, and I've sort of found what works for me now. I've got to that point now where I'm looking at fashion and going, "Oh come on, what, what are you wearing?" <laughs> Those trainers are too big. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's
2: yeah. mine. My trainers are bigger <laughs> than my fucking head. Look at the size yeah. <laughs> better the ones, yeah. What size are that? <laughs> that's huge. What size are they? Ten. And massive hands, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, <the same. laughs> I
3: notice the way Lindsay's keeping awfully quiet there.
0: <laughs> I love Lindsay does that look that uh, Richard Madeley got when when he came out as Ali G and Judy Finnegan did that withering look. That's, that's <laughs>
2: <Yeah. what> I, <laughs> give me that Rebecca Vardy Chipolata look. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Peter, um, Peter, yeah. so to you, you're going to a wedding uh, or you're going to a big party. Your, your first red carpet, you're one those starting at the moment, I would have thought. Have yeah. been invited to a red carpet yet? You know, no. Ca- how
3: much time do you spend thinking about that? Or are you just like, oh, I've got to waste it in the cupboard. No, me. I don't care. <laughs> I, I honestly don't don't care. Um, even when I go <laughs> on stage, it's just jeans, T-shirt, trainers, right? But, like, I, I've been to weddings. It happens all the time. And I'll be like, right, what do you need for a wedding? You need the suit. Grab the suit. Then this happened actually quite recently. Went up to Wales. We're in the arse end of nowhere. And um, I hadn't brought my shoes. So and it was so embarrassing because it was like I was away with Charlotte's family at their sort of thing. And it was like, oh, you've held up the party now, have you? oh, great, we're going to be late now. and then. So they had to go and buy me a pair of shoes while I was getting ready. You should have just gone, I'm Buddhist, stop being racist. You should have just said that. (laughs) (laughs) That, No, (laughs) they don't even care. They they don't even care about that. They're like, yeah, we are racist at the minute because we're bloody late for you because of you and your shoes. You're Um, always (laughs) (laughs) right. So I had to to rely on um, my my girlfriend's dad going to buy these pair of shoes and he came back with these square-ass clobbers That I had to work with. And that was the... That was the talk of the wedding was Pete looks like an idiot in those shoes like with these massive spades digging up the ground you know it was, uh, so I, so I'm dis- I, when it comes to stuff like that I don't really give a shit I'm not I'm not fast So Lindsay I know you're quite fast I mean what what about this maybe this will be a
2: better talking point Women are more organized when considering and choosing birthday or Christmas presents women take twice as long as men and start planning early that's if men remember at all looking for birthday presents 2 weeks before and Christmas presents a month in advance and when it comes to cards there is almost a 90-10 gender divide. Men couldn't give a shit about organising a card and just can't get into it. it women. I mean, I've had, from Auntie Christine, my card six weeks in advance, just on the desk, so she's <laughs> got it done. It's not, yeah. That's not my birthday. There's only 12 months in the year. You can't come, like in, a, come in a whole month <laughs> early. But Lindsay, why are women so organised with cards and presents and gifts? What, what is it? Is it, is it such a part of the men's brains that aren't wired up properly? What's going on?
4: I d don't know. I think I think like you say it's my family but it's not. Like I know like your mum likes cards and stuff like that. Um I don't know. like I'm not I'm not as bothered. Like me and my cousin Emma, we're not as bothered about cards. I think it's a generation thing. I think like and Christine's like, Oh, she only got me a small card and I got her a big card, <laughs> you know, I'll I'll get her a small one next time. Like yeah. they're very but I think it's more of a generation thing. But you're you're really thoughtful with gifts and you are organised with that side of stuff. I think you're impossible to buy for and impossible to surprise. Like I'll, I'll be really proud of myself, and I'll surprise Russell with something, and then he'll ruin it by either buying it, guessing that I've bought it, or he ends up <laughs> having to work and I have not to cancel it every time. <laughs> it's, just, it's like we're, we're in tune. She'll yeah, shop, yeah. shop for
2: something, and I'll book tickets for that theatre show having seen oh. it, or I'll buy the thing she was going to. I'm not sabotaging.
1: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Okay, let's go a little bit deeper, Peter. Do you think there's an, an emotional bonding, an emotional literacy element to the organization of gifting and cards that men could well do with improving, Peter? I.e., women use. Cards and gifts as a proxy for strengthening those bonds and keeping those social networks stronger for when the shit hits the fan, such as mental health crises or physical health crises. Which is why they outsurvive us. Which is why they've got better mental health than us. I'm wondering if that's yeah. part of
3: it. I don't know. I think there's a caring. It's caring, isn't it? It's an emotional caring. Like when you send a card, because it means more. You've gone to do. It's not like sending an email or something. You've you've written out the card. You know, you've posted it. Yeah. And, and it's a caring, it's the show. Okay, I'm here, I know. It's your birthday. My girlfriend, she's on it with birthdays and stuff like that with her friends. On it, they all get a card. I get presents, I get a card, whatever. Like my dad rings me, right? I get a call from my dad um, and he's like, you forgot your mum's birthday. Oh. That is bad, mate.
2: Which one's one's mum? Is that
3: the auntie? (laughs) (laughs) You're
2: like, dad, I forgot my shoes.
3: (laughs) 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 I'm at a wedding in Wales and I don't know where I am. (laughs) Baruchas are coming first. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, um, and 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 I was like, my point was, why are you ringing today? Why didn't you ring me yesterday when it was her birthday? Why didn't you ring me and tell me it's mum's birthday? You let me miss out. You let me go through this, it's his fault. so you it had the thing. Fault. So I'm like, yeah. it's your fault that I missed <laughs> Mum's birthday because you knew and you knew I hadn't been in touch with Mum and you didn't say anything. It's like a test. Yeah, it's like a test. Yeah. That's <laughs> ancient parents for you, Russell. <laughs> Um But now, now I don't forget my mum's birthday. So this year I didn't forget it. I didn't get her a present, but i didn 't forget but, it I wrong or wrong you remembered
0: that you hadn't forgotten person. no,
3: because then I put it in my diary, so when I'd gone through that, I put like the date in my diary, so now, when I look yeah. at like the gigs and stuff, I say okay someone 's birthday i 'll ring them, you know
2: yeah, so George so so Peter's saying no it 's not that it 's more about showing care and love, but what do you think about my my idea that it's something to do with strengthening social bonds? Do you agree with Peter, or do you think? there's more something in what i'm saying or nothing in what i'm saying
0: uh i think there is something in what you're saying i i I, thinking about the people in my life it's definitely the women who generally are better at getting cards and presents and appreciate it more when you get them as well yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know I, i certainly a lot of blokes i know just think that cards are just a bit pointless and i personally resent how much they cost as well but well, you can't say that because you sound, you sound cheap. But it's crazy how much they cost. They cost the price of a book, and you you know, yeah, and exactly. I know how much goes into writing a book.
2: Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's made me hate them even more. Why have you put that in my head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I find like it in, Jay, in Jane Austen's Pride it. and Prejudice costs less <laughs> than some <laughs> dickhead's <Yeah>. two line <laughs> rhyme. Yeah, some joke <laughs> about some
0: vegetables having a dance or whatever, uh, but anyway so that's a bit annoying, but I don't know, I think you can go too far, my, so my nana is brilliant with cards but she buys them all so far in advance, that I yeah, think or... that um, steals from the thoughtfulness as well so she'll have, she's got a cupboard full of cards for men, cards for grandchildren, cards for... And I think, well, yes. well that's the opposite, isn't it? Uh, You've gone cheating. full circle. There.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Um, uh, just a, a quick a quick one that's been done, then we'll talk about work, and then we are reaching the end of our super-organised exploration of organisation. So, it's almost like a set text for man baggage. I recommend this book so many times. The Village Effect by Susan Pinker. It's all the things I care about in their Social connectedness has been studied. Total brain box, Susan Pinker, related to Stephen Pinker. So, one of the most interesting studies I ever saw was breast cancer survival rates in women, and they studied this big thing about how, whether being positive matters or not. So if we get hit with a disease, I'm going to positive thinking. That's going to get me through. Obviously, having positive thinking will make your experience of fighting anything from COVID to a cold to cancer a better experience. Obviously, stay positive. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't. However, there is no evidence of a link between being upbeat and positive and a survival rate or a recovery rate from, let's keep it like COVID, flu or cold, right? However, the one thing that does have an impact on survival rate is social connectedness. So the women who hung in larger groups and hung out, miserable or not, exchanging cards or hugging and flowers and getting together with a scented candle group once a week, had better breast cancer survival rates than those who stayed alone being positive. That's why I think there is evidence That card giving, gift giving and forming those social bonds is linked to how females out survive males in almost every health outcome, including suicide and mental health. I think it's linked yeah, because we are less good at the emotional, social connected side of it and we could be better. That's very interesting. It's just given yeah. me the perfect
0: message to write in my wife's birthday
2: card next year. <laughs> 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 Good luck in any future survival rates. Bit dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. So last last one. Now, now obviously we're not talking about all women here. We're talking about women that have chosen to throw themselves into the corporate workplace. So not a true sample of all women. Nonetheless, when you take all women and all men that have chosen to throw themselves into the corporate workplace women are more organised than men. Every study that's been done. Researchers have found that when it comes to meeting deadlines, arriving to work on time, women have the upper hand while their male counterparts struggle to keep on top of work things and often forget to return phone calls. A study of 4,000 workers revealed 43% of women claimed to be very organised in the workplace, but just 32% of men felt the same way. That's self-reported, Imagine their the reports of their behaviour from colleagues. So the women who do rise to the top are superior in organisation than the men rise to the top. Is that an, an argument that shows women are biologically better organised when they're in an environment that requires organisation? What do you think of that, little bad boy? Have you worked in an office? What's your office work life? What's your conventional work experience like? Because I can tell you now, even in advertising where our office was 20% female, they were the high performers. Yeah, same for me in the same industry. But
0: also, I think, when when does it start as well? Because I remember at school, and I don't know if it's because girls are naturally like this, or at school, it's seen as a positive, certainly when I was at school, for girls to be like, they've all got their... Uh, perfect pencil cases and their gel pens and their filopaxes <laughs> yes, yes, and that's yes, very yes. much a, a girl's thing whereas the lads think it's more like yeah we'll just kick a football about and that's what mm. we do and that's what <laughs> we <can." laughs> that's and, true. yeah and i don't know if that's still the case or like with all these things you don't know if someone has arrived and then that's what makes that thing happen uh because of their nature or it's just the society that we're in I don't know, but um, definitely my
2: experience in the workplace is women are more organised. Peter, what is it in men that when they rise to the top, they inevitably normally become more shit? I mean, if you talk about the very top, prime minister, when female leaders tend to do better, female leaders of countries do better. For example,
3: yeah, I think I think uh, the men get comfortable. I used to work in advertising as well. You sort for a newspaper doing advertising sales, yeah, and it was kind of like mostly run by men because it was kind of a misogynistic environment, right? So the women that were coming up, you could see that the ones that were trying to get management were proven. They were trying to step up and prove, but then it turned a bit bitchy. It was a bit like, oh shit, this is kind of like, all right, calm down. You know, you don't you don't yeah. need to take it so seriously. But that because they're they're reaching and they're they're trying, it was kind of it, it was it turned quite bitchy between the men and the women. It turned quite bitchy at the top. Um so I was just like, fuck this, I'm staying out of it. You guys crack on. I hated working in an office. Because it's yep. just pretend, man. You're all pretending. Do you know what I mean? You're pretending to get... It's like everyone just puts on a... And now we've gone into acting and performing, which is... Oh, hang on a second. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it was just like, it's all fake. It's all fake, man. Yeah, true. I think, like, uh, it's, it's, it was too much, man. I'll give you one
2: last question. Social media. Has that made us better organised people or has its distraction made us less organised? Better organised because there's influencers on there, how to do things better, how to fold your clothes Maria Kondo style, follow me for financial inspiration, follow me for career goals, loads of people to follow quick, don't have to read, not even an audio book, bang, 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 loads of inspirational figures or are we sat dribbling on our screens and not picking up our socks? Where does the balance fall in, in your opinion?
4: I, th- I think half of the people that are doing these influences that are tidier have probably got housekeepers and cleaners, so they're, they're making it look like, oh, it's really achievable. You can do this yourself. But actually, when people have got kids not slept because their babies are woken up, got full-time jobs, trying to keep fit but can't be asked to do anything, I think it makes them feel shit. And then probably they go down into a spiral hole of... I don't
2: know, getting messier. Right. So so the, these organised influences are making us less organised because we feel like yeah. it's, li- it's like Peter looking at the perfect body of, of Davide from Love Island going, well, <laughs> yeah. Kim, I might as well just have a fucking baguette.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think so, yeah.
3: I'm always on my phone scrolling on social media and I find myself doing it and then I'm like, oh shit, I've been on it for like two hours. So I do think it's mind-numbing. Charlotte came off it. My girlfriend's come off social media completely. Really? And that's probably why she's the organised one. Yeah, because she's thought, it's life's happened, so she's actually stopped it.
4: It is, yeah. You know,
3: so I think it, it is bad. Social media's probably bad for the world,
4: because oh, it yeah, dumbs well, we us down this. a
3: bit. Because we yeah. rely on just content, just watching, we're just...
4: People aren't living in the minute. Like, you know, you'll go for dinner and you've got... Pe- I can't bear be- being with people now where when you go out with them for drinks or dinner or whatever, and they're on the phone, it's like, I'm yeah. talking to you. Why? Yeah. And then you see them like scrolling on Facebook. It's like, we're in the moment. We're we'll yeah. all having a conversation. Why are you on your phone on Facebook pretending to have a good time when you're not even communicating?
3: Yeah, and I don't even think, Lindsay, people realise they're doing that. No. no. Like, I think they're like, no, I wasn't on my phone. They were like, like, a are on your phone all
2: like a, time. Yeah, it's a an Twitch. An involuntary yeah. muscle yeah. George, last comment to you. Have you ever been inspired to be more organised? Have you changed your life based on social media or is it always a passive distraction?
0: Oh, it's well, daily I'm inspired to do it. And I always think I'll always, the amount of hacks I see, like life hacks on social media. And I think, perfect, that's revolutionized my life. And I instantly forget it. And I don't ever do it. There are so many things. So I feel like if you used it properly, it could improve your life no end. But we just don't do it because we're just human and we just, just bleh. You just watch it, and then you watch another one, then you watch another one, and then you feel shit, and you don't know why. Well, I think we should <laughs> leave everyone with that emotion. Thank you very.
2: Much. <laughs> Let's clip that out. We've been talking about organisation. Thank you very much, Lindsey Kane, George Lewis, Peter Redner, Sammy. I can only say it with the accent; it doesn't come out any perfect, other way. Mate. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us. If you want to find out more about these guys, please head to their social media. George Lewis, what is your um, Insta tag, Peter? Just so It's, uh, it's on, on. Stand Up Pete. Stand up, Pete. That's it. Yeah. It's a, it, we don't have to spell retina Sammy, thank God. <laughs> no, I didn't have to retina Sammy there. Yeah. So do head to these guys. Do stalk them. If you've come here because you're fans of either of these two guys, then why not hang around, hit subscribe, like, do leave a review, and try to plan your review in advance with the correct amount of adjectives because I do love organisation. You can finish wanking now. I've been Russell Kane. Goodbye. <laughs>